We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads. Welcome. What's up, guys? We are going to get into uh, these few topics that we have and then a couple other topics that i just kind of seen come across the timeline. Uh, we got SSBM uh, or SBMM in Ultimate, so skill-based matchmaking, which has been a big talking pro- uh, point for a lot of people. Uh, we saw Leffen actually arguing with uh, COD content creator Hitch and some other stuff. We got the Brahala 2v2 championships, of course, and then Twitter Q&A, which I definitely forgot to put that out, so we'll probably end up scrapping that for just some other topics that we saw. Uh, you know, yeah, just, I don't know, man. It's just weird. Anyway, so also, um, there's been a lot of weird uh, happenings in the world and through, over, throughout the timeline uh, that I just saw, like a recent Mr. R tweet that was kind of weird. I saw uh, the Breonna Taylor stuff just come out, and uh, she no one got charged except for that one dude who apparently got, got charged for uh, shooting into a neighbor's place. But not the fact that they shot up uh, her house, but the fact that a bullet potentially ricocheted or went through the walls into a neighbor's place. So... Yeah, man, a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world. Uh, how you guys? How are you? I, I, I don't know, man. Like as good as I can be. Um, a lot of because we we came up with the topics literally today, and I, I had them ready to go like last night, and was gonna wait, and then everything started to evolve, and more and more stuff kept happening. So we're just gonna 
I'm like I'm I'm down to just dive into everything, man. Yeah, I just <sighs> all right, man. Just <laughs> what? Lay it on me. It's just a it's a hard day today, bro. Like yeah, I dude. Just, like maybe an hour before this, everything was cool, and then I started reading Twitter, and yeah, bro. Big it, big rip, big rip on that, but it, it is what it is. All right, man. It's, so it's no, 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 no. It's not just what it is, what it is, man. Because like it's life shouldn't be like that, man. Like like social media, oh, it, it's it's almost poisonous right now because it's always being constantly put into our faces. Like in in, but the good news about it is that it's giving us fast news. It's giving us rapid news, so we know exactly what's going on in the world. But then you see people's reactions to certain topics just being not ideal and it makes you just want to rage and then fall into that 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 uh that circle you know of just going back and tweeting and then starting up like a twitter argument and it the the cycle just never ends because people can't see the other person's side when there should only be like one side when it comes to just equal rights but uh, life's hard (laughs) i don't know what else to say man a little somber and uh, opening for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, life is definitely hard. So, um, I guess we can get into the, our first topic, which is skill-based matchmaking and ultimate. Um, I didn't know that was like really a thing. I mean, I know that obviously you know you have your GSP and all that mm-hmm. uh, in Elite Smash, but I, I never really felt like skill-based matchmaking was like such a big deal in Ultimate that it needed to be um, brought up as in like a negative thing uh but uh, at the same time though i feel like skill-based ma- skill-based matchmaking and fighting games is like a necessary thing you know like i, I feel yeah. like in other games may it may not be as much but in a one-on-one game it is definitely very necessary for you to play people around your area as you like that's what ranks for that's why you grind up ranked to see um you know to, to like see how good you are like do you plateau mm. like in tekken for instance you know you have like green ranks blue ranks yellow ranks, orange, all that good stuff. Like, you grind up those ranks. So if you never get out of green ranks, then you just continue to play green ranks for the rest of your tech and life. But once you start to, like, move forward, then you play people in your rank, and that's fine. I don't really see the issue with skill-based matchmaking if there is another mode where it's not enabled. So if I have ranked and it's skill-based, that's dope. But if I don't want to play skill-based and I just want to jump into a match, then give me, like, a casual mode. And that's also dope. As long as those two modes exist in every game, this doesn't even need to be a, a topic, to be honest. And most games are doing that. You have, like, ranked or you have, like, player match, whatever, and you just – it matches you with someone with a good connection, and that's all uh, all that it needs to do. I mean, skill-based matchmaking is, all, like, pretty much almost always on in, like, every popular video game ever, no matter, what like, what type of mode it is, whether it's rank or the casual mode. Um, it's just to the, the degree, right? Like, when you do rank, they want to, like, make sure you're fighting someone that's around your skill level as much as possible based on wins and losses. But in casual mode, it's, like, it's not as strict, but it's still kind of there for a lot of games. Uh, Smash Ultimate, unfortunately, doesn't have, like, a, a more casual mode, kind of. Like, it's all just kind of under one in Elite Smash. Like, yes, there's, like, the 2v2 uh, without team attack and stuff like that, and there's lobbies. But when you actually do think about it, like, Ultimate does have skill-based smashmaking. That's why I wanted to bring it up is because, like, it's based off of uh, if you're in Elite Smash or not. And then, like, when you're 
below Elite Smash and you're trying to get up there or whatever, like you have to deal with this constant barrage of items being on or like having whack stage lists or stocks, etc. But the reason skill-based matchmaking even became like a popular topic was because of other games. It, it, like like basically uh, games announcing that they're going to have it throughout all their modes made content creators really upset because it's they they're able to make more content based on the skill gap between them and the other player, right? Because if they can style on them and do something really cool like a 360 no scope, it's going to benefit the content creator. So I uh, th- that's right. why there's this movement push for it. But skill-based matchmaking has always existed. It's in every mode. It's even in casual mode for most games. It's just to the degree. It's not like a switch you turn on or off. It's a, it, it, it's part of the programming. It's part of like, okay, so we're going to face you. This guy wins a million rounds. We're not going to put him against someone who's never played the game before in their lives in casual mode. And that's a good thing. It's just the, to the degree. Like, rank needs to be super strict, and then casual needs to be a little bit more lenient. In fighting games, it's tough because... Games like Smash, Street Fighter, Tekken are usually fine because there's a large player base. But if you play a smaller game, it's a lot more tougher to like find a skill, someone around your skill level. And it's hard to like jump into like those smaller games because there's nothing but hardcore people in there. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think, as I said, like, I, I get that whole content creator point, but I, I wish the content. I hope the content creators are saying what they need to say and stop. Like, they need to stop lying about why they want. <laughs> Based mass, they're not gonna. you know, they're, they're all like, Oh, but you know, it's for the integrity of the game. Shut up, dude. You just want to like make nice clips, and like, that's fine, bro. Like, if that's what you want to do, just say, just that. say it. Then, yeah, just like no one's gonna be mad at you for uh, for like wanting to have a mode where you can style on people and then make content out of it. But for the, the, the fact is, you just need to say it, bro. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. Uh, second, I just again, I feel like it's feel like it's almost a non topic. I mean. As I said, games, all they need to do is make sure that there's another mode where you can still go in there and style on people. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to get in there with every random in the world, then give me casual mode. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Like In Smash, it's, it's different because of yeah, I- I mean, items well, and shit. Well, yeah, I guess so. Like, we but, don't, I mean, like, at the same time, man, like, I feel like because there's so many characters that you can play uh within smash and they all don't have the gsp that like that helps too it's like all right man i can't play my main because my gsp is too high so let me just play my secondary sucks that you can't play your mains but you know also not playing for a long time everyone else's uh gsp will go up so eventually you'll just be back with the scrubs anyway i mean rank mode in smash is a joke but it's still like it it's something the gsp you know yeah yeah um yeah so either way man i think skill based matchmaking is 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 fine to me uh, hmm. I think Same. that it definitely could uh, hinder. Maybe I feel like it hindered like Scrubs' um, fun factor. But at the same time, though, um, I mean, they don't want to be fighting against like a top player when it's their first time playing the game. And skill-based matchmaking yeah, yeah. can help with that to a degree. So, yeah, yeah. So- I just I think that I think that. Uh, I think that because because the fact that if you're really bad, like you're going to continue to be bad, it doesn't really matter, right? You know what I'm saying? Like if you're really bad, you're never going to have to worry about skill based matchmaking taking you too high up because you're not mm. winning anyway. But if you're like good, and you just want to like, and you want to like style, that's the only people I feel like are really complaining about. Uh, yeah, you know, most about people it. most people don't even realize it exists. You know, 
Like, you know, people that like Fall Guys has skill based matchmaking. And, uh, you know, like someone can get a crown if they've like if they lose consistently, they're not bad at the game. But eventually they get into a game that has 59 other bad players, but they they're none the wiser. They're just happy they got a crown. That's like the point of the game to the casual audience is that they want to feel that victory. They want to feel that rush of finally, you know, getting that first place, getting the uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner, I guess. Um, A lot of players. There's way, way, way more casual players than competitive players. So a lot of players don't care about getting better or, you know, trying to devote hours and hours into a game to find tune their craft. They just want an escape. They want to have fun and like they have a lot of fun when they play against other players. So I think that's where it can come in favor. Games like Fall Guys or Battle Royales, you know, stuff like that. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and champion futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, uh, and then I guess on the on the other side of things, well, we have another game that has skill based matchmaking, but also a free mode would be uh, Brahalla. Brahalla has the free mode is like interesting though because it's like their free mode is uh, actually usually the playtest server. So if you want to like try their um, what they have coming up next, and you don't want to play in ranked, then you can go and play over there, right? Yeah. So. So uh, there's a mode where you can kind of mess around. And usually the game isn't so different in that mode that you're like, oh man, like I got to go back and play ranks or something. But, um, but overall, just uh, I, I still like the Brawlhalla matchmaking and, and the ranked and everything, even though to be honest, bro, like unless you're diamond, it really doesn't matter. Everyone's always, everyone's always shitting on everybody in gold or platinum or whatever. So if you're not diamond, you're apparently bad in that game. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they're, uh, they're, uh championship this weekend mm-hmm. um do you have the results up on you uh i do uh the north american one was the one that i like took notice of the most obviously i have the other ones as well but i don't recognize the players as much uh north america the thing that shocked me was uh boomy and sandstorm got second that was uh like boomy's like you know the king of dubs sandstorm the king of singles so seeing those two not you know lose out to cody travis and Faz- uh, Faison, i believe his name is uh really mm-hmm. uh 
it was a shocking turn of events, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't been keeping up with the 2v2 scene in Brawlhalla as much. But I know you you casted this weekend, didn't you? This past weekend? Yeah, I casted a little bit. Hmm. It was it was cool. Um, like, I think that uh, I enjoy watching Cody Travis play it as much as, like, possible like he's he's the Razamain that's really been popping off i enjoy like honestly just top uh play in general and their names are starting to become like more staples in my heads mm-hmm. don't really think there's anybody in uh na that i like dislike watching i don't think there's anybody really uh anywhere i dislike watching it's just note that eu is a little more passive mm-hmm. um even in 2v2 no just in in either oh. so like the eu eu is just a more passive place uh in general when it comes to like um to to brahala like they they play a little more defensive they play a little more lax it's all good i mean like it works though you know what i'm saying it's just like when you watch other regions and then you go and watch um eu then you can like definitely see a difference they uh they play they play against each other during like a world championships don't they like in the past uh yeah i mean they they go everyone travels all over the place so like right for brahala bro i mean because they got big i mean it's big money over there so <laughs> you get uh that ubi stuff like bcx they have like everybody from like a bunch of different countries and nationalities coming over and stuff great time you know i went to i started going to bcx 2016 and met a lot of uh players from you know uh europe and then i started going to europe uh tournaments and stuff too so yeah and I, the american players were over there with me um you know boomy was there sandstorm was there uh wrenched I think uh, Noel. There's a bunch of a bunch of them over there. So yeah, I mean, like you really travel for for Brawlhalla. I mean, not um, this year, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not this year, but just in general. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, it's cool to see the game like thriving and thriving on the two v two. Like the viewership was pretty high for the two v two, and we we kind of touched on this last week where Brawlhalla takes two their the the developers takes their two v two balancing as seriously as their one v one which is super unlike Smash, which, you know, doesn't even bounce for competitive that much. And even with our viewership, like in Smash, like Smash Ultimate, no one, like, has there been a doubles tournament online since March? Like, do you know of one? I feel like I have not seen any doubles tournaments even being talked about since March. And it's always been, like, seen as, like, the side event, you know, like, when it was offline. Yeah. Um, Well... I think that's the that's the cool thing about Brawlhalla is that both uh, their tournaments get like you know, their time to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of people really like doubles actually more than singles in Brawlhalla, but they still get good numbers for both. Like when you mm-hmm. go and watch the Smash tournament for doubles, those numbers are so heavily skewed uh, down. Let's put a from, Friday top eight on like at ten a.m. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's 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 interesting. Uh, it's an interesting power dynamic in that in that game when it comes to how doubles are seen in that game and how doubles are seen in like pretty much any other um, platform fighter. I really haven't really seen any platform fighter really like take the doubles like Brawlhalla has. Mm. And there has been some good ones that could have nice doubles. Slap City could have some nice doubles. Uh, Rivals, I think, does have nice doubles, but I haven't really watched too much Rivals uh, to know if they do doubles like that. And uh, that's really Rushdown Revolt may have some crazy uh, doubles. We don't know yet. Like I. Uh, what, uh, well, with that game, maybe not, because I feel like everything's zero def anyway. So, well, in Rushdown Revolt, they introduced a mode which I think is still being fine tuned. But they have a mode where it's three v three or two v two, but only one player is on the screen at once, and the other player can call in like an assist, kind of similar to like Marvel. 
except it's a different another player actually doing the call and making the you know timing the when they come out and they can block shield or even come in as a doubles assist to like fight alongside them for temporarily and they have like their own little health bar and uh, it's a really cool mode that is extremely experimental but i'm excited to see what they do with it because that could like change the game you know because we haven't had anything like that before yeah did you play the alpha at all this past week um no, I didn't get a chance to do uh, much mm. with the Alpha. I had I was I was too deep in the Hades to be completely honest. But dude, I how is so it? Much of the, like the the closed Alpha, they're like you know I'm still have yeah. a feel for it. It looks better though. The game actually looks a lot better. Bro, the animations have gotten super better. Like I, I was shocked to see the uh like, like Zana or I'm sorry Erda Erda's forward air like changed drastically from like back in the Icons day. It was, like it looks super satisfying to see. And there's a lot of like little tidbits like that. It's it's yeah. it's it's looking in the shape up to be something special. They hit they hit the max of their Kickstarter, too within the first week. So they're getting the funds they need. Yeah, they're definitely popping off. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I mean, like that's, it, I feel like it's really good for for another game to come out after like the heels of, um, icons anyway. Icons really, I feel like it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth, and hopefully, yeah, uh, with the way that Rushdown Revolt is, um, like different, it's new, it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's the same IP or whatever, but like they have taken and decided to make a totally different engine out of that. Hopefully, that will like attract some uh, people into uh, into that game. Which is weird. interesting enough is that like the Brawlhalla players have already taken over, uh, as I said they would. Hugsy won the first uh, <laughs> event, and like I used to, I was watching a stream a little bit before then, and he man, that dude, uh, yeah, that dude popped off, man. I mean, there's a lot of similarities, like you said last week. You know, like the whole chase dodge thing, where they can spark, and that when they when you when you hit someone in Rushdown Revolts, like in Smash, you can uh, follow up with them by hitting the R button. You spark into them, you you chase after them, and you keep the combo do- going. And it makes the combo super unique. So, like, I, I've been watching some clips on Twitter, and they're all really cool to watch. Then, like, yeah. if, you're, if you're not DIing correctly, like nothing's true though. That's what they say. Like, there's only very few very few combos that are true. It's all about like reading the DI, and it's, it goes. Super lightning quick. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I. I'm old enough. I like. I like. I like. I really like to. Um, I re- I really like some new characters in that game. To be completely honest, because I haven't mm-hmm. found my own character yet. Um, right. I thought I was gonna just play Zurong um, again, but what, I think she might have a different name now. But no, she's uh, still Zurong. She's super wrong. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I wasn't feeling her. I didn't. I wasn't feeling her chase dodge more than anything else. Everyone else seems to have like a straight dodge dash, and she has like a little twirl know, like thing, a float type yeah. deal. So yeah, I wasn't really feeling that. And then um, I didn't really like anybody else. You know, I wasn't ever a Zana player. I think I played Afi and Galu uh, in Icons, but they don't feel the same. They don't feel like they feel yeah. more unique in this one, but it doesn't like translate well for me. Mm. So I'm just kind of like waiting for another character that I may click with. Uh, in the future, or I'll just go back to Weishan and call it a day. And there, <laughs> that that was the character that like dominated icons back in the uh, early days, like when he was first released. Remember that overpowered forward smash he had? That was uh, or forward strike rather. Uh, but yeah, I I, I think I'm kind of like waiting for another character too because you know these are all the characters that are playable are characters that we recognize from the the previous iteration. So I'm excited to see. You. When they actually introduce a brand new character with brand new moveset. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh yeah, I guess so. Um well uh outside of that, I guess we can talk about some of the stuff that we've seen on the timeline today. 
Uh, well, first, we can go back to the SB uh, skill-based matchmaking thing, and Leffen and Hitch got into it. They got a pretty big scrap over that. I don't know why, because it's like, how did they even find each other's tweets? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, Leffen's tweet got really huge. So he was, he was okay. like, I'm sure people like just added him and just like, hey, look at this. And they saw, hey, this tweet has over 20,000 likes. So it was like inevitable that it was going to fall on his feed. I but like I I I'm not sure like you know it's Leffen like he he whenever he's on Twitter like he's always trying to like beef with someone or like you know put his opinion out there and that, that that's just like the way he is he's super chill in person but on the Twitter he's just uh, he goes ham so they got into it and Leffen raised up a lot of good points you know he 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 basically you know he talked about it because like he he feels no satisfaction from beating up newbies while these other players do. So it, 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 maybe stuff doesn't translate from like fighting games to shooters. I'm not sure. Like I don't play shooters myself. Um, it it does work for uh shooters, and I mean it works for shooters. As I said, it works for shooters in the way that like if you want to play ranked, then go play ranked. It, it's just I think shooters definitely need two modes. I don't know about fighting games. I feel like fighting games are just. If you're going to get your ass beat, you're going to get your ass beat. And then you'll just play with another, a bunch of other people who are getting their ass beat. So then maybe you won't get your ass beat as much. But <laughs> in shooters, like, yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think that if you're getting good, you should want to play with good people. That's just it. It blows my mind that as like a player, as like a, a gamer, that you don't want to play with people that are good. So that way you can continue to improve. You know what I'm saying? But. I, there's you know, all, a lot, all for the content i guess bro listen there's a lot of people that have very fragile egos and they can't have those crushed you know so we can't we can't be having those we can't be going into ranked and losing points because it feels really bad for the casual consumer like the, the majority of the consumers you know playing the game look at fortnite that i mean like fortnite is an example they have like over 10 million players or what the hell ever and i'm i guarantee you like more than 9 million of those players play Fortnite for fun and do not care about becoming pro, become becoming better or whatever at the game. It's just, it, we live in a different world than them, you know? Yeah. So that, that, that's just what it comes down to is appealing to the majority. Yeah. Uh, I mean, still, man, like I just still, I, I I'm just, I'm just kind of, no, I get it. That, like as a gamer, if I'm getting good at something, I want to know how good I'm getting. And right. me, stomping on a bunch of people who keep being new to the game it's not going to make me feel good in fact more often than not if i keep stomping someone who's really bad i just learn really bad habits and then when i I'm finally saying. play against someone good i'm like oh fuck that um but yeah no i just dude just make two modes for for any game that's not a fighting game just make two modes and for fighting games you really couldn't just have rank the entire time and those people can just get fucked uh but you know what it does it right like splatoon splatoon does it right they have they have ranked and rank changes all the time. And if you don't want to play casual, or if you want to play casual, then go play turf war. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Uh, you can still pop off in turf war and look real nice, but it, uh, overall it's just a fun mode. So yeah, like that's the casual mode turf war. I mean, I, I know they, uh, they bring it up in tournaments sometimes the turf war, but like most of the time it's just like a place for people to go like, Hey, I'm putting in my input. You know, you have a teammates too. So like the ego can be protected a little bit more. If you lose, it wasn't your fault. It was your teammate's fault. In a 1v1 game or a battle royale, you know, there's other factors. I guess in a battle royale, the randomness can take effect, so you can blame the randomness. So, 
Like well, in, yeah, in, a, but... in a fighting game one on one, you have no one to blame but yourself. Maybe you'll blame the lag or you blame your input controller, but like God forbid you blame yourself. So it, it becomes much tougher at that level. Yeah. Well, um, other than that, I mean, there was just this Mr. R tweet about him talking about racism and it's still blowing up. Like, uh, I'm in, like in a weird spot where like, all like, okay. So all what racism is, it? What is, is bad it? racism, right? right? Obviously you don't want anyone to dislike someone for their, their skin color or whatever. But what when it say? comes to his, his tweet says, I get a man making jokes about white people can be funny sometimes. But some people really take that shit too far. It's low-key just racism that's acceptable because white people historically haven't struggled as much. Making stereotypical assumptions on Asian, Black, Middle Eastern, Hispanic, etc. equals racism. Making those same assumptions for every single white person equals funny, encouraged by today's culture. It's fucked up. Uh, okay. So the, the main point of this is like, I get it. Racism is bad in all aspects, yeah. right? But the thing is that if your worst dealings of racism is that, oh my God, my feelings are hurt... Shut the fuck up. Agreed. You know how long like racism has worked against minorities and it's not it's more than just jokes. Like it's more than just jokes. It's actually like there's systems involved that put minorities down. You know what I'm saying? Like that is why that's why uh gerrymandering and gentrifying is such a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that is why you if you ever looked at a gerrymandered map, like the way that it is positioned, it could be like this whole area of white people, right? And then this will be the voting line for black people. So they have like no like say in anything going on in the States because that's where they primarily live. That's where they're forced to live because Mm -hmm. the prices keep getting raised on them. They have to keep finding, uh, you know, housing that works for them. That is how ghettos are made. That is why ghettos are full of, uh, of minorities because whenever this, like the system does not work for minorities, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the people that make it out, it's, it's, it's off uh, like 10x the hard work for the white people who have been in the same spot usually. Um, so to be upset that like you may get a dumb joke about like, oh, you know, you don't see it in chicken, y'all can't dance, whatever the fuck people say about white people. That is literally like the, the peak of y'all racism. It doesn't get any much. It's not even racism. Most of the time. You know what it, I mean? And it just, it's annoying to see anyone tweet on the other side of this and be like, well, we should end all racism. Yes, we should. But the thing is, that has to start with y'all and y'all don't want to do it. So, like, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Just Imagine. Just, like, dumb. I'm just imagining these people saying, like, not all white people. But, uh, like, the, the problem is, like, it's not racist, in my opinion, if someone makes fun of someone for being white. Because racism is built upon the, upon the foundation that you think that you are, like of a greater power than the others. And, you know, if, if you make fun of someone who's black, for example, uh, like a stereotype for that, and then you make a racist comment about them, that's encouraging, you know, like systematic oppression. It's encouraging that they shouldn't get equal opportunities. It's encouraging a lot of things that can hurt them. It, it, it can encourage fear mongering. It can, it can encourage like violence against them. You know, like it puts them, that puts their life, when that becomes mainstream and it becomes normalized and we see that happening all over the place, they can put their lives in danger and just for walking around. I think that just like racism, I mean, the the thing is when it comes to American stuff, stuff, it's basically the system, Mm -hmm. systemic racism does not like it is impossible to be systemically racist to white people. Yes. The system is them. Right. So (laughs) like. That is that is what it is. However, like jokes and whatever, like again, it really. Did, I feel like almost that almost kind of depends on your humor because I can laugh at any fucking like racial joke uh, done correctly. 
But it, when when jokes are seated in truth, like that's how you really believe that like all black people are, you know, chicken eating, watermelon eating, uh, fucking we don't pay our, you know, we have low rent, we don't, we are lazy, all that good stuff. That's seated in some, in, in like years of racism that has not been overcome. Like not all black people are racist. Not all we white people can't dance. However, uh, are not all black people are are lazy. Sorry, but not all white people can't dance. However, which one is more damaging to someone's image? Saying you can't dance means fucking nothing. Saying that you're lazy means that that's going to stop you from getting jobs. Right. That's going to stop people from trying to depend on you. That's going to stop like that can stop a lot of stuff. And so I think that's where my disconnect is with this statement is that like. I don't think that there's a lot of things that you can say to white people that are going to ruin their, I don't know, their livelihood, their image, their, but bro, their, my the, feelings. Way that, the way that the world sees them. My feelings, though, it matters, yeah. you know, but like whatever, man, you know, oh, man, like it's just it, it, my feelings hurt. So <laughs> now I got to gotta gotta make some head ass tweet, you know, my <laughs> God. So I don't know, man, like shit is weird. I, I just I don't. I don't even know where that fucking came from, to be honest. Like, may- maybe someone said something about him recently. I think it's just probably, uh, it's, like, it's all over his feed or something like that, and he's sick of looking at it. I'm not sure. But I don't even think that happened so often. Like, I'm on black Twitter, and I feel like we, I don't see that much uh, happen. I think the last thing that I saw was uh, Adele being made fun of for wearing Bantu knots. Uh, <laughs> but then that turned around to everyone, like, jamming with Adele. Like, I, I ended up listening to, like, half of those Adele uh, reggae remixes. And uh, the joint's kind of bopped. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It was a benefit in the end. It turned into a benefit somehow. Like, we'll we'll see what happens later down the line. But overall, (laughs) man, I just uh, I'm just tired of people like uh, of like making an issue where there doesn't mean an issue. Like, of all the things to be talking about right now, talking about poor white people. Like, is, is definitely not it. Like when maybe when there was maybe last year he could have got away with this tweet and I would have been like, you know what, man, I can kind of see where he's coming from. But with all these racial injustices going on in the world and all these protests going on for Black Lives Matter, for you to come out your mouth to talk about some, well, what about white people is like literally the opposite of it. Like that is so not it. It hurts, bro. What? Okay. <laughs> I can tell you had a lot to to get out there. Like. <laughs> fucking smashers dude like agreed agreed i mean and again is old enough to know like he should be old enough to be smart enough like he's not like 21 or anything like that he's i'm pretty sure he's at least around 25 like come he, on he man. also doesn't live in america and i i don't know the circumstances well that's why there. it was a cultural thing i said it could yeah. be a cultural thing don't want to mm-hmm. blast him too hard but could be a cultural thing still gotta blast him so yeah so that that's a that's kind of been on our minds because of everything that's happened, especially today and in this past week and in this past year. So we just wanted to like get that shit out there because it's 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 dangerous for Mr. R to put something like that out there because that you know he's a person with a big platform. So people start, yeah. you know he got a lot of likes, for instance, people replying agreeing with him. And it's like that encourages that like, oh well what about white people? And then the focus is shifted away by what actually matters. So yeah, a lot of y'all, I feel like there's been a lot of heel turns lately, man, where Mr. R said he was going to start tweeting about whatever he wanted anyway. And at first I was like, you know what? Speak your truth. But this was one this of the truth ones is I think whack. I was kept in the draft for show. Yeah. <laughs> 
first show. So. It's just people being irresponsible with their platforms. Like they don't realize the damage. Like like if if you have a gigantic platform and you're gonna make a statement, like you should at least run that by someone at least. You know, like I guess have an editor of some kind. Not just have this unfiltered bullshit. But I don't know. It, that's just real talk, I guess. Well. Anyway, man, that's going to be it for uh, Hard Reads. Uh, thank y'all for watching. Well, this will all be on YouTube and Spotify and all that good stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll make sure to do Twitter questions next time. I'm, I've been kind of scattered over this week. so. Same. Uh, but yeah, man, you guys uh, enjoy your days slash nights and uh, stay safe out there. Peace.